I mentioned last week that we would start some of our questions that appear in our question and answer box. I have just about 20 questions um, to get to, and I don't know what pace they'll go at, but we'll just continue in our evening service answering those questions. My uh, plan is to do that by way of discussion, so it's not going to just be me talking. Um, I need your input. I need to know um, um, some feedback. I need to know uh, I'm going to ask you some questions or ask you to answer some of these questions as well. And uh, just um, the main basis of it is to, to uh, learn what does God's word teach, what principles apply uh, in these types of questions that, that we deal with. So they're not stump the pastor questions, at least I hope they're not. I read over them. Uh, they, but there, there are some challenging and some difficult questions. So let's get through. Uh, one or two tonight. <clears throat> Here's the question. I'll read it just as it states here. What determines what words are cursed words? And is there ever a time where Christians are permitted to use profanity? What determines what words are cursed words? And is there ever a time where Christians are permitted to use profanity? Okay. Let's, let's start with this. Um, just a little discussion about language. Language is a dynamic thing. Language changes. Um, we get words put into our, especially with technology. We have new words. Um, you know, um, I don't know if 20 years ago, text was a verb. Please text me, you know. Um, but now it's a common talk. Uh, so. We, we have a lot of language to go with technology. Um, and by the way, um, I can add to this question. Is it wrong to curse on the internet using abbreviations? Because people do that all the time. You know, um, uh, just, just the first letter of each word and, and you spell out and you know, I'm not stupid, I know exactly what that means. Uh, should I use that same should I use that same uh, language, even though it's not cursing, it's just abbreviation? Here's the thing. When I say language is, is, is uh, dynamic, it's changing all the time, then that means that we, there's going to be some changing, um, there's going to be some discernment in what we use and how we use it, and it's going to be interpreted through the lens of those receiving it, right? Um, it's, it, it, when I was younger, I learned Spanish, and <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at this, but you know, it was easier for me to curse in Spanish because I didn't really realize all that I was saying, but I knew I was saying something that was inappropriate. Just because I didn't know the language doesn't mean that somebody else understands fully what that means and is totally either offended or gets a view of me that um, I shouldn't want them to have. So I think that that, that counts towards uh, dealing on the internet and, and those kind of things. Just because you use an abbreviation for something um, doesn't mean that you shouldn't be careful in how you speak. Now, what does the Bible say about our language? <clears throat> uh, it actually says a lot about how, how we should speak to one another how we should uh, speak to in general. And the reason that I won't quote all of those verses, but let me just get to the heart of the matter, 
The issue is out of our language, our heart flows. Okay? Um, Jesus says, it's not your mouth that's filthy, it's your heart. So no matter what language we use, whether we are verbalizing it, whether we are thinking it, whether we are typing it or handwriting it, using abbreviations, using code words, the issue really is the heart. So when I look at the heart issue, what does God want us to have in terms of our heart towards, um, towards others and our heart of communication? What kind of communication are we to give? I find myself then having to confess thoughts. My cuts in front of me, and I'm thinking, I don't say anything. I don't say it out loud. But I have to say, Lord, <laughs> that wasn't right, and you heard it <laughs> because he knows my thoughts. And so that's, that's the real view that we have. I've had a number of, even pastors who have taken, they act like they're not legalists, but then when they try to find license to do things because the Bible doesn't specifically say you can't use this word, I find them to be legalists. In other words, they're saying, I can get away saying that because the Bible doesn't say specifically I can't say that. That is, that is a legalism saying you have license to do any and everything. Um, can kind of give you an example. Um, at the Garden Harvest yesterday, there was a woman um, smoking a cigarette, and I told her, I said, you know, smoking isn't, just plain and blank, smoking isn't allowed you know, anywhere on our property. You need to put your cigarette out. She did. Um, but I thought about that. I said, what if she would have said, well, I don't see no sign that say no smoking. You know what I would have said to her? And I don't want to get vulgar, but there's also no sign for doing a lot of things. We can't possibly put up a sign for everything that's inappropriate for you to do, but now we've told you, you're aware, so, so don't do it. Um, and so the same thing comes with our, our behavior. What should be our behavior towards our speech? Colossians 4, um, is it verse 6? Let's read it. I'll have to look it up. <clears throat> Talks, speaks about, mentions that our, our, our words and our speech ought to be seasoned. Seasoned. 4, 6, Colossians 4, 6. Let your speech always be gracious. We used that word this morning in our message. Seasoned with salt so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Let it be gracious and seasoned with salt. Um, one, of the, one of the chapters I like to use... <coughs> is uh, Proverbs 16. The whole chapter talks about um, our speech. Um, so that's a, that's a good reference and it's a good study um, to, to, to take a person who becomes a little callous in, in their speech or insensitive to what God's word speaks about our heart and our speech. So that's, that's the way I'm going to answer that question because I can't, uh, you know, people say, well, you know, uh, the Bible doesn't say don't use the F word. Um, there's the inappropriate words too. Um, there are some 
uh, words that are in our language that are, that are not in themselves profane, but now have become profane because of our use. And isn't that what profane means? It means you've taken something and you've used it in a, a way that has now become wrong and, and offensive. The word, uh, the common word for a female dog is now something that is in our vernacular and is used in a slang derogatory way. But it is a proper word and used in a proper way. Um, um, in fact, you know, I was surprised when, when I learned that was the right word. Because <laughs> all I heard was it used in the wrong way. But our, our language, that's an example of our language changing. And so now uh, you can't just say that innocently just because it used to be a proper word and not give off on impressions. I'll let you ask questions or talk about that because that's pretty much uh, my answer to, to that question. I can't give you specific words um, 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 not to say, but I'll give you a principle that guides that. Yes. Oh, yeah, Aaron. That's indication their heart is not right. That <coughs> they feel that they can say whatever they want to say, and it's not connected to their heart at all. So, no, I'm, I'm dead serious. Uh, right, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm totally serious in that. And, and I, I will share them with that. Now, they don't want to hear that. In other words, they don't want this, this verse, Colossians 4, 6, says, let your, your words be seasoned. Um, let, let them be, let us pick them out carefully so that everything I do and everything I say honors the Lord. Now, you say, well, you can't go that far. Well, yes, you can. And what I need to do is say, when I don't do that, then I need to, to, um, confess that to the Lord. Lord, I'm more concerned with sounding like everybody else or being respected. One of my hard parts about not using profanity was the world doesn't respect you when you're angry and you don't use profanity. Uh, or they belittle you because they think you're not man enough to say this or say that. And so a lot of profanity is in a lot of our professions that we wouldn't expect, like nursing, but it's in all the professions. And I, I, I noticed that a lot of so-called um, professionals, business people, it's almost, um, it, it's, it's demeaning to me that they think they relate to me by using profanity. I'm like, really? That's how you relate to me? So you think I'm a lowlife? Is that it? Basically, that's what you're saying. I'm going to relate to you. Oh, no, I'm just relating to you as a human being by using profanity. Um, so we as Christians have to say, am I using that so I feel more comfortable, be more accepted by people? So that's where it's a hard issue. Um, am I willing to, to give up anything? Um, am I not willing to give it up simply because it makes me feel good or make me feel more accepted and so forth? Uh, Nick, and then we'll go around. Oh, yeah. Why does that get their attention, and why do they even think that's funny? Because they recognize the expression of your heart. Oh, Dad's ticked off. 
Wow. And that, that's what they see. Uh, Jonathan? The words of my mouth mm -hmm. be acceptable. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Excellent. And what we're trying, what, what we often hear is that, oh, yeah, but it's okay for me. And, and that goes right back to that verse. I see Cliff, your hand. We have to ask one who speaks French. <laughs> what does excuse my French mean? <laughs> that was English. <laughs> Bill or Zavani, which one do you had your hand? All right. The sad part is, um, is that um, there are a lot of professions they are using it more and more and more, yeah. or they use it um, kind of um, um, privately, yeah. but it's allowed privately. So in an office, it's not allowed at a dealing with a customer, but dealing with each other, um, there is no uh, hesitation or restraint. They, they just talk, talk that way. Um, so, so how do we do that? When Christians begin to do it, like um, Aaron said, Christians begin to do it and justify it, and, and claim that there's no, there, there's really no heart, there's nothing to it, there's, there's no issue there, there's no heart issue. One of the things you said too is that, um, um, you know, we've been talking about how we often hear the excuse, I want to relate to people. And, and I think uh, um, a lot of people, a, a lot of the world is doing that. They're doing that to relate to people and, and, and I think it's valid in this sense what we need and the Bible talks about this is simple straightforward language and I'm, I can see a lot of proper language that's not straightforward that's offensive to me and what the Bible says yet let your yay be yay and your nay be nay and so Sometimes people who, who use profanity, just they just tell it like it is and they get straight to the point. You can appreciate that straight to the point, but there's a way to do that without using profanity. And I think as Christians, we, if we could be around Jesus, I think we would see Jesus get straight to the point, not use a lot of nonsense words that, that are all flowery, that they don't mean anything. And so... I find myself having to practice that. When I have to say something to someone difficult, um, using the Ephesians uh, 4, speaking the love, speaking the truth in love thing, uh, being, being more straightforward in what I say and, and not um, clouding it up, mixing it up with a lot of, a lot of nonsense words. Brother Bill. Does James three? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a hard argument with people who don't want to hear it. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
what's happened, I said language is changing, and um, it may come a time where certain things are now so common that they're no longer offensive. Um, that's happening. That's happening in our language. Uh, I could give some examples, but I don't want to be profane in it. But, but, but that's true. Some things are becoming so common that they become accepted. Um, doesn't mean, though, that they are right. Jacqueline. I'm surprised at how often that dynamic is happening in, in, in every tier. Um, like I said, I, I know um, some men who are pastors who think that every word is okay except basically the F words. Everything else was fair game. Um, and like I said, I think that's a, that's, that's, a, that's a legalism type view that if the Bible doesn't explicitly say this, like, wow, what did you want to hear one Bible in, in Greek to lay out every slang word that was going to happen in, in our culture? Our slang is growing. Profanity is growing. Um, besides prof profanity, there are sexual innuendos, um, references to, to sex, that the word that you use might be a... a regular English standard word but what you're saying and what you're referencing can be very inappropriate and so again our language reflects our heart and and uh, you know we, we, we need to acknowledge that and, and and live by it any other comments questions that go along with this yes let me mention another thing not only Go ahead. Yeah, recognized by even the vice president at the time. Yeah. Let me say something else about that. That whole dynamic is not only is that vocabulary restricted, but if I don't stay within that restricted vocabulary, I'm not black enough. Okay. Um, oh, I think I'm educated, or I think I'm something, or, or whatever. So that's why when you don't, when, you, when I don't use profanity, I'm offensive to other people who use profanity and think, I think I'm better than them because I don't use profanity. So that, that's a whole dynamic. You can see, comment on that. Part of that is the correct English and this tie that correct English is not black. Now, I understand dialect and I know people have different, um, different tones, people from the East Coast with the Boston accent, the New York accent, there's a Texas accent, there's an Alabama accent, and we recognize all that. But if you listen to all that, there's also educated people from Alabama who talk a certain way. Educated educated people from Texas, uh, or maybe not even educated as were intelligent people um, who speak a certain way and what they're saying. And, and I think um, this was kind of the thing back in the 90s with rap music is that you have to talk a certain way or use a certain language to relate to people. Um, then 
as a Christian, I have to, I have to ask, am I, am I going to stoop down to that, that level with my language in order to be accepted by that group of people? Or am I going to demand that I be accepted just the way I am? Or if you don't like me too bad, like it or not, here's who I am. Just like you force, others force their profanity on me, um, I'm going to be who I am. And if they don't like it, too bad. doesn't really bother me. They, they just don't like it. I'm not going to change to stoop to that, to that level. I was going to say something, but it just passed me. John? Oh, anybody else? Charmone? <laughs> Talked about integrity this morning. Um, and, that, and we should have integrity in our whole life. That main attitude is, this is the way I've been, and I don't see nothing wrong with it. Um, that's an attitude is, is what if, if God wanted to show you something differently? Are you open, you know, to receive that and to change? Uh, is he still your Lord and you do as he directs? And then those simple verses that we looked at, they, they really cover uh, a whole range of things when we're dealing with the heart. Chill. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh yeah. Say there's a total disrespect um there. And that's why I was surprised I'd mentioned yesterday the woman smoking. And um you know, I I'm pretty straightforward and, and kind of a no-nonsense kind of a person, so I don't have any problem going right to her and say, I didn't hesitate at all, I'm sorry, and I didn't say it mean, it's just that I want to tell you right off without even thinking about it, there's no smoking here, and I don't care if nobody else said that to you. Now, I'm thinking in my mind, common sense would tell you, you know, you wouldn't walk into my house without asking me, do you mind if I smoke? But you would be on the church property and not think a thought of that. But yeah, that's the world that we live in. All right, we'll, we'll go to Cliff first, and then. One of the things that happens is as people get more comfortable, they they feel free to to be themselves. We have on our Saturday evangelism, we've talked to people. Now we're giving them the gospel. I remember one woman on on Twenty Seventh and Fond du Lac. She used about every. Now, she knew who she was talking to. She was talking about church people. She used the B word, she used the F word, the S word, every word she could think of about as often as she could in just her regular language. And uh, I, I stopped warning her after a point. It's just like, this is a, this is a useless <laughs> exercise on my part. There is no changing this person. There's no respect for um, uh, a culture that says that's not acceptable or that's, that's not even proper. So, you know, they, they, they speak as they speak. And then to mention you as a school bus driver, I can tell you so many accounts of being cursed out um, by kids who are barely in kindergarten. Um, you wonder where they got that from. Jeremy was talking about that in Sunday school. Where did they get that from? But then you meet your mother, you know exactly where they got it from. But Charles, oh, who's who's next? All right, Jonathan. 
so they know amongst themselves like this is how we talk but when we get over here we better cut that down a little bit they, they, so they still respect the barriers the boundaries that, that is something different mm -hmm. to clean it up so to speak mm -hmm. <laughs> got a question for you and this goes along with this same topic um, is it okay to express anger to be expressive in our anger uh, to to argue because we talk about not using profanity does that mean we don't talk in in any way that's uh, combative angry um, or how do you respond to that? But does that does that make it different? Well, because with the expression of our heart. Ow. You might say ow, but you might say something else. <laughs> <laughs> ow might not be sufficient enough. <laughs> I think that's a whole nother, well, it's not a whole nother discussion. We run out of time. But the challenge is that we're talking about what comes from the heart. So um, I need to, if I use that logic, if, if you do certain things to me, it's okay for me to react in a brash way. And I don't think that's right. So we need to say, what kind of responses do we have? And have we, um, um, are we under the Spirit's control, even under duress and stress and pain and anger? Jesus was. On the cross, he quoted a number of scriptures. He didn't go, you know, he didn't, he didn't mumble under his mouth. He never uttered a profane word because of his heart. And I think that really has to be our goal. Not just to change our language so it's acceptable. We go from profanity to made up words that mere profanity, but to, to really um, ask God to help our hearts. That's why I said when, when I'm driving and somebody cuts in front of me, even if I don't say something, sometimes I have to confess what I thought. I can say, is, what's worse for me to curse at that person or say, if I had a gun, I'd have shot him? <laughs> really? <laughs> that's proper? That's okay? That's acceptable? No, it's not. It's not. Now, I could say I'm mad at them. I think the Psalms help us in some of those expressions, too. David said, Lord, get him. <laughs> these are wicked people who are coming after me Lord I wish I long for the time that you would take care of that so I think there are some proper expressions it would be a whole other session to talk about how do we develop proper expressions and what principles are we using for those proper expressions but that's why I asked the question there is obviously there's some proper expressions of anger um, um and, and those kind of things, um, for instance, some people get mad when we're impatient with them. We go, don't be sighing at me, you know. 
well, look, I'm sorry at you because you just did something stupid in front of me and you were rude and got in front of me. So I, there are proper expressions of that. And I think we, we, need to, we need to work that out. It's not an easy, this is right, this is wrong kind of thing. I know I got you th thinking, so we're going to have some good discussions tonight. <laughs> All right, our time is up. We can, we can come back at this question. Maybe that triggers some other questions that you might have. We can add it to our list, and we'll get to it eventually. <laughs> but I, I think this is good practical, practical Christianity. Christianity 101, what does it look like in the real wicked, sinful world that we live in. Thank you, Lord, for our time together. We do want to honor you. We want to learn more about your ways and live your ways. We want to be real. We, want, we don't want to be phony. We don't want to be made up. We want to relate to people, but we want to honor you in all that we do. So help us in that pursuit for Christ's sake. Amen.